It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Um, so we've already been, well, we've just been chatting for so long, haven't we? Haven't you said it like, hello, Laura? I mean, Hello, Victoria. Yeah. We've been Hi. on the on the Zoom sitch. I've cried. For it's an been hour and a half. Is that right? An hour and 45 minutes, actually. An hour and 45, yeah. Jesus Christ. And even then, we've had to drag ourselves away. <laughs> no. Get out chinwag, we love it. Get out chinwag, don't we? What would we do about each other? How are you, mate? How are you? You all right? Are you kid-free? Are you surviving? Yes, yeah, they're at school, so it's all good. Um, yeah, the Easter holidays are fast approaching, though. I know. I'm a bit... I'm, I mean, I'm, I say a bit. I'm majorly disappointed by that. information. <laughs> that is a massively underwhelming statement of the reality i'm only going to do one week of childcare, and then he's going to a camp for the other one and then the other week me and rob will share so you know it'll be fine you can do we, it we were going to go on holiday and then i just said to rob like do we enjoy that going on holiday <laughs> with our kids sounds awful <laughs> then what we might do instead is that he might rob might take off a couple of days when oliver's in the camp and yeah. then me and Rob have like some date days because he's not staying oh. overnight. It's just it's just a day thing, you know. But we thought, yeah, we could then we go out have and some have lunch. Sex. Exactly. Hello. And we, we'll have a little break and I'll have a couple of days off the old socials. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So I think we might do that instead. That sounds bloody nice. We won't spend me. as much money and we'll have 25 billion times more fun because the kids yeah. won't be around. <laughs> you won't have your children. <laughs> well, just think of me on a beach somewhere. I mean, you'll be in Thailand, so. Watching my children screaming, no doubt, not dealing with the heat. And it will all round just be glorious. It'll be, It'll be lovely, though. Be your... Why are you not taking me back into the water? When can I go back into the water? Mommy, oh, no, the up? water is an issue, isn't it? It's an issue. And they won't go on the well, road. No, I mean Elliot would, but Toby wouldn't. No, but um, I am. They are. They are scared of spiders. And yeah, I'm like. They they said, are there are there spiders out there? I'm like, there's some. <laughs> there's some. I was like, but you know what? The likelihood is we're not going to see them, mate. We're not going to see them. Now, I growing up, I was terrified of spiders. I don't like big fuckers, but otherwise, outside of that, if there's a spider in the house, I've got to a point in my life now where I'll just get rid of them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm not if they're, if they're a big one, I'm out. I'm afraid yeah. we're probably going to have to leave the house until further notice. But I just kill it on sight, don't I? I'm too Old yeah, Amberra over it. <laughs> don't give a shit about nature. <laughs> But um, huntsmen's are the biggest issue for me that are out there. And obviously huntsmen's are fucking big. They don't hurt you, but they're really fucking big. No one wants to fucking wake up with that sat on their face, do they? Can you imagine? In fact, I think they're quite hairy. It'd be like Rob sitting on my face with his bum out, wouldn't it? (laughs) If I ever wanted to recreate that experience, I'll just get to do that. The thing is, out of the four of us, the only person that will have to take responsibility is is Steve. Steve. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's it. And we we all know how well that'll go. He's <laughs> like he says. He's like Laura. I don't mind a spider, but let's not take the piss. No, yeah, they're hideous. I can't. I can't deal with it. I think. My, no. I mean, my brother lives in Australia for five years, and I was too afraid to go and visit him in case a snake went up my bum when I sat on the toilet. I'd see. I don't mind snakes. There's obviously loads of snakes out there. I think. Well, I quite like to see one of them in the wild. Oh no. Oh no. No, thank you very much. I have actually got a little follow-up from the old. Um, just just jog my memory then of the potato being lobbed at someone. Oh. 
God, Vic, that is still, I tried, you know what, the night that we recorded that when Steve got home for work and I tried to explain it to him and he, at one point he went, I can't understand what you're saying. Oh, that's so funny. We've got a few little tidies up, actually. Oh, lovely. So here's a little potato catch up. Um, so hi, girls. After listening to podcasts this morning where the lady got hit by potato, it reminded me of a food missile I experienced many years ago. I was staggering back to a hotel with a husband and some friends around Fremem after a party when all of a sudden I heard some shouting from a passing vehicle and a wallop on the back of my head. In my drunken state, I started wailing about being hit on the head by a speeding kebab. <laughs> My friend went to investigate the bum, came back saying, it's okay, Babs, it was just an apple pie. Like, I was going to make it okay. (laughs) It wasn't just a simple McDonald's apple pie. I mean, fucking hell, one of those things, that would be like blue skin, wouldn't you? They're ridiculous. That's a third degree burn waiting to happen. Explosion all over your face. It it would be like bloody biker grove, that. Imagine that. Yeah, when Deck lost his eyes. Yeah. Deck! Like, what? Ants. No, it was Ant, wasn't it? Yeah. It's an apple pie. It was a family sized supermarket apple pie <gasps> in a tin foil tray. And now, that's a malicious attack, isn't it? Oh my God. So that must funny. have made a right old bloody mess. Uh, I mean, who drives around with an apple pie at that time of night? I'm going to take a guess and say that that was very intentional that they had an apple pie in the car and yeah. they were going around just pieing people. Yeah. How many other people? It, pieing them off. It's when you what? throw a pie at someone's face. Pieing them off? Well, pieing them off means that you ditch them, as in like they're shit. I've never so heard of that in my pie life. Them off. Yeah. Pie them off. And it, it kind of essentially means like put a pie in their face. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good thing, is it? No. Having a pie in your face. No. No, 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 no. I don't have a tidy up, but I have something really fascinating to tell you. Ooh. Now, I saw this the other day and I thought I actually cannot wait to be able to talk about this on the podcast. And that <laughs> is the human anus. This is on a Google search result, by the way. So, you know. Okay, I'll try and decipher what you were Googling for. Yeah. I wasn't. Someone sent it to me. Okay. The, the human anus can stretch up to seven inches before taking damage. I know. That's That's a lot. Hang on. I'm about to blow your fucking mind. Go on then. A raccoon... <laughs> I wasn't. I did not see that coming. I know you didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. A raccoon can squeeze into holes that are as tight as four inches, meaning you can take almost two full raccoons up your ass. I don't believe that for a second. Well, mice, spiders. Yeah, but raccoons are fucking. They're pretty big. I know, but maybe I'm... I could see. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know that gerbils get stuck up there, don't Fuck we? It. What's um. Um, so how, to give like some reference, then tell me Google, what, how do I what Google else is that? seven cent seven inches in like a, a, something that know, we could actually visualise. <laughs> what a small one! A ruler is thirty centimeters. I don't know how many inches. I think it's like twelve inches. So half a ruler, approximately, just over just over half a ruler. So you laughed, and yet that was informative, wasn't it? Yes, it was. You wouldn't, be, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to get a whole raccoon. It would probably be its head, wouldn't it? I think raccoons are massive. I feel like they that's are. inaccurate information. Can also they've got really sharp claws. Although rac- that was something that wasn't that something that we read that they chopped off their claws before they put them up their bum so they don't scratch their intestines. Was I talking to you about that? No. Yeah, that's what they do to the poor little hamsters or the gerbils. They chop off their claws so they can't scratch the inside of their anus out. Because obviously that's and the natural reaction. Who, what? Who's shoving a hamster up their ass? 
Is that a, a com? It's a it's a common thing. It's a thing, yeah. Apparently, it's a thing. Alive for the stimulation of a hamster. <laughs> I don't know. People are weird, aren't they? They love all sorts of weird shit. That's beyond. You know, I can understand how it was a story about one person doing it and the hamster getting stuck. But for it to be a common occurrence, I wonder if like pet shops actually, like if a lone man comes in and asks for yes. a hamster without a cage, whether it's like, what are you going to, you know, like, yeah, is if like someone's a opening a bank account, it's making sure that it's not fraudulent. Is there yeah, a exactly. checklist for hamsters? Like the safety check, <laughs> the welfare of the hamster is. There must be. Yeah. What sort of I questions wonder if would there's you like ask? a, you know how like they have rehabs and stuff like that for yeah. dogs that needs to be rehomed. Is there 100%. like a rehab for hamsters missing claws? Well, do you know what normally happens is that they suffocate and die. And then you, I suppose you I suppose you just shit. Oh, imagine that shitting out a hamster, a dead hamster. That's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this podcast gone today? Jesus Christ. We've been in no life. <laughs> Let's all go home and shit out dead hamsters for fun. Well, uh, yeah, on, I'm, very I'm, go- dark. I'm Googling this. What, the hamster thing? In most cases, oh, fucking hell, are you ready? In most cases, a raccoon, only raccoon, a raccoon only needs four inches to squeeze through. Yeah, I know, but then but, but into what? Because your bum hole, the capacity in your intestines is not big enough to house a raccoon. And I also think that, you know, Surely, you're, right? you're, you're, you know, you're going to need some type of like thing to, some scaffolding to keep the bum open to get the raccoon in. Right. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Because a yeah. raccoon is soft. It's not, and it's also not going to go willingly. No. Yeah. You'd have to, I don't Very even know how you'd force, talk. You just have to force it. It's the same with hamster. I think Unless that's Unless you trick it into like setting up like an elaborate setup of tubes. Because you know, hamsters like to run through tubes. And then you have your bum hole at the end. Directly into the bum hole. That's how you do it. And just have like a little bit of dried corn there to entice <laughs> it through, thinking on the other side there is more food. There's treats. <laughs> yeah. And not an untimely death. And suffocated. The treat is <laughs> no suffocation by anus. Yeah. <laughs> like the colon. I mean, I do that without having a tube up my bum and sending a hamster up it. I think I fucking <laughs> do that to Rob. Oh, it's been bad lately. It's so bad. We had three days in a row where we had like cauliflower sprouts and broccoli. Oh, it's like you just need chaos. to save it from the sprouts. I know. I have. I do have to really seriously consider when I'm going to eat them now. I think never. I think that's what I you need to consider. Them. But it's, you know, because the whole reason I started noshing down on those things, like they were fucking M and M's, is because uh, of the nutritionist being like. It will help you with your... Yeah, but clearly it doesn't. Crazy bitch. And, clearly uh, it doesn't. Clearly it is... Uh, it helps my brain, not bad. my bum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your gut health. I don't believe your gut health is at its best. Did you know? All that, of it um, is the parts of trauma. It's past trauma. It farts. is, I think so. Yeah, All of from your bad from relationships my coming out. <laughs> um, did you know that serotonin is produced in the gut? No. I didn't know that. Why is it not in the brain? That, oh, that's because uh, doctors have fed us that to give us antidepressants. No, but there's other, there's other, um, there's other like happy chemicals like dopamine is definitely from your brain, but serotonin comes from your gut. Isn't that bloody interesting, Vic? Yeah, I know. Fascinating stuff. Um, but it, it doesn't mean that you don't need antidepressants. You can't eat your way to like creating more serotonin. It doesn't work like that. It's the way it goes into your, um, like then transfers into your bloodstream, if you know what I mean. Right. 
Um, because I know there's like, I mean, there's so much health wank on social media, don't you think? Like health and fitness, just utter garbage. Don't yeah, you? but then that's just the diet culture. So, you know, yeah. hello. It's just fucking out in a completely different way to make people feel shit about themselves because they had a McDonald's yesterday. It's like, I have a relatively healthy diet. You know, um, I ate brownie. I <laughs> I will have I will have refined sugar, but also at the same time. My main meals throughout the day are relatively really fucking healthy. Yeah. And it's very rare that we will have something bad. And I'm not going to fucking beat myself up about Don't that. Don't call it bad, babe. No food it's is bad. Less nutritionally valued. Yes, correct. Okay, I don't even know. I don't even know what the correct way of framing food, lang- the language around food is. The, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I'm just saying I have very much gotten into and am a firm lover of raw Brussels sprouts and salad. That will kill me. And why? I don't That'll think send you should me to fucking it. space, mate. They are bloody lovely. Yeah, Wasn't they are. Obviously, you've got to have a dressing. I have had it. Yeah. Oh, you showed you sent me that picture of that <gasps> recipe that you made that looked so delish. But it was like that... garlic. Do you not just find you just stink of garlic all the time? I don't give a fuck. I can't smell no, neither it. Neither do I. I can't smell it. I made I... dinner last night and I had six cloves of garlic in it. <sighs> Hit me with that. I love it. Yeah. So good. What was it? Garlic chicken. Mm-hmm. Garlic Obviously. butter chicken. I mean, the thought of chicken disgusts me, but the rest of yeah. it is nice. Give me garlic buttered potato. <laughs> <laughs> I made a roast dinner last night. That was nice. Um, I'm really out of roast. Like roast dinners to me are. I'm just you know I'm not the biggest fan of them. It's because I don't do meat though, do I? So I'll have vegetarian sausages in mine. But it's, it's cauliflower cheese, roast potatoes. No, but they're, sausages... they're fake, aren't they? I know, but For still, me. I don't. I don't know what it is about them. Even the look of them, I find them so offensive. Is it because you hate men and they look like willies? Probably. Yeah, I think that's, that's the annoying it. thing is I don't even hate men. Actually, that's that's <laughs> quite a good um, reference for our center for our inches because I think the length of a sausage is probably about seven cent- seven inches. No, maybe six. It's got to be five, I think. It depends. Are you talking about a Richmond or are you talking about a butcher's? Can we move on? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, I've got uh, something or other in here. Do you want me to share it? Oh, I'd love you to. It's called cold stinking banana turd. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. And she stated very clearly at the beginning of this: please, please, please keep me anonymous. Well, yeah, we always do, baby. We, we do. always do. Here's the story. Strap in. So it was the first day back at work after Christmas. Always a shit day, that isn't it? Yeah. Hard, hard to get back into the Very groove hard. of life after Christmas. And then re- recognising your skin and you've got a whole month until you're paid. Yeah, exactly. I tried for a shit before driving the 45 minutes to work, but it wouldn't come out. So I, I grabbed my coffee and fucked off out the door. I parked up near my workplace, as I normally do, just to chill for a bit before work. My belly felt heavy and I really needed to fart, but I didn't fancy risking it. All been there. Know that feeling? We have, yeah. Anyway, I leant down to get some paperwork from the passenger side footwell and immediately knew I'd made a mistake. Oh, God. (laughs) Unbelievably, a solid turd escaped (laughs) my arse and curled up to the waistband of my jeans. I'm just seeing, I've got like an image of Mr. Frosty. That's all I can think of, of like just bending over like the lever and it just I'm, squeezing the poo out. To me, it's instantly, it's a chocolate Mr. Whippy. That's it. In my sweaty, stinking, mortified mess, I managed to email work and let them know I wasn't going to be in that day. 
Sadly, I then had to drive home with what <laughs> felt like a freezing cold banana turd curling towards my back. Why did you not remove it? You've got to get that out. I, I guess in a state of panic, though, you're probably thinking, oh, my God, I mustn't touch. What if that was the plug and the rest is to follow? Oh, God, no. I this, this is a fight or flight it. moment and she... Yeah, she flies. And also, like, if you didn't have any, any, like, I don't know, receptacle for it, weren't carrying around, because I generally, well, not now, not these days, but I used to always have, like, nappies in the car. Maybe I've got wet wipes at the most. I mean, I've definitely got a lot of discarded fucking wrappers from crisps, and maybe you could just pop it in a little empty crisp. Maybe you could, like, create a cone and just almost, like, extradite it from your back into (laughs) that and then kind of scoop out. I I think in that moment, if you don't have an appropriate thing, like, we've got dog poo bags, but if you haven't got one, what you and and what are you going to do? Get out of the fucking car and yank it out of your trousers. You can't. No, I know, but you could do oh, it in the seat. Forget all over again. You could shuffle forward a little bit and have a little reach in. But if you haven't got anything to wipe your hands with, then it's probably the safest. And then a forty-five-minute drive with shit on your hands. Oh no my offense. god, it would just be festering. To make matters worse, there was a traffic jam all the way home. So forty-five-minute journey took me one hour twenty. Oh my god. One hour 20 sitting in your own shit. Shit. I then got home and immediately emptied the huge stinking banana turd into the toilets, got in the shower and had a good think about my life. (laughs) All I can say with confidence is that things literally can only get better. Anyway, I love your podcast. Your paired cares. Love your podcast so much. I'd be so chuffed if you could share my story. So chuffed. I really wanted the world to know about the time I shot myself and sat in it for an hour and 20, just letting it fester up my bum hole. I'm just saying, an hour and twenty. That the skin around the crack and anus. That that must. I'd be I'd be concerned about thrush and cross contamination as well, wouldn't you? Cross contamination on a on a horrific scale. Because it's all about um, the poop particles getting into the minge. That's what creates a lot of our issues downstairs, I believe. Absolutely. From um, ineffective wiping. (laughs) Well, I wipe front to back. Some people wipe back to front. So my mum actually taught us the wrong way to wipe. I used, yeah, so I was in a, like a sex education lesson and the tampon lady, she was like, the tampon you wipe, lady. she was like, you wipe front to back. And I was like, what the fuck? I know. I've been, I've been taught back to front. Yeah, same. Maybe it was an 80s thing. Oh, they just wow. really wanted us to have thrush. They just basically. <laughs> and bacterial are, vaginosis. They were like, yeah. Suck it up. Disturbed women. Oh, disturbed women with the inappropriately Disabled, uh, 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 <laughs> not uh, disabled. In, in, in inappropriate minges. Yeah, keep the hygiene levels to optimum level. Yeah, so don't be doing that, and also don't sit in the turd for an hour and twenty. No, I'm still thinking I'll get rid of it. I just love it out the window. I suppose you're at your place of work, yeah, though. Your colleagues saw you. Yeah, mm. like oh Sharon, she she's in sick. I saw her in the car park. She looked like she was throwing out a banana from her car. <laughs> No, she's poorly. <laughs> I did have the most um, horrific shits yesterday. Jesus Christ. Post booze, isn't it? Post booze, yeah, because I didn't have a hangover um, after going out drinking on Saturday because we finished early. Out. I just Shit It just out. affected my guts, yeah, to the point where I felt physically ill. Like I was like, I'm, is something wrong with me? I'm going to have a heart attack. That happens to me a lot. And then just do a massive shit. And I'm like, no, I'm all right now. It's just poo. Who it's knows? Past. It's past. Who knew that poo who could knew be poo? so unsettling? <laughs> right, I have a story. Hang on. Hope you guys enjoy my one night stand story. It's a voice note. Let's. Have, oh yes. Okay. Oh, we've go got on a then. voice note. Let's have a listen. 
Hi there, you freaks. Um, I'm having to send this quietly because everybody in my house is asleep. But basically, in regards to one night stands going horribly wrong, I was once out um, on a night out. Um, I'd got really drunk. I'd been flown with this guy. Anyway, in the, in, in the end, I didn't end up... Um, Going home with this guy instead, I decided it was a better idea to go home with some random fella I met literally walking past the club I was in. Like, it, it was a little bit awkward. I, I was quite drunk and so we, you know, we tried to have sex and uh, basically it didn't, nothing, nothing really happened, it didn't really go anywhere. Anyway, so I went to sleep. In the morning, I woke up, I turned around in the bed and I saw my double wardrobe, with the doors open wide with all my clothes kind of like ripped out of the wardrobe everywhere. What looked like piss all in my wardrobe. <laughs> and as I turned and saw the guy, he was sat upright in the bed staring at me, wearing one of my jumpers, smiling at me like, oh, it, it was it was creepy. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And he proceeded to try and make out me and, and to try and, like, have sex. And I was just like, no, I've got things I need to do. You need to leave now. Please go. Bye-bye. And yeah, so the, the the liquid in the wardrobe definitely, I think, was wee. And I had to pick up all my clothes that he'd ripped out of the wardrobe. That's fucking weird. Um, I could never look at the jumper the same way again. <laughs> no, burn um, it. That is being the only experience of a one-night stand with a complete stranger, because that put me off. Oh, no, big time. Jesus Christ. So I randomly will just put messages out. Oh, put messages out on our Instagram to be like, has this ever happened to you? Has this ever happened? Like just to kind of like try and get people thinking about their different um, situations that have happened that maybe they don't think about as cringe. And obviously she was replying to the one where I said, have you ever had a one night stand? Has it ever been awkward? And she wins. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. And the fact that he was like, oh, this is normal. Let's have sex. I'll get you a jumper on. Oh, it's just too creepy. I think, you know, it's so mad though, isn't it? Like with a one night stand, because it's not something that I've ever been into. I've had like maybe one, I think. So I remember, obviously this was before I was with Steve and I went back to, I went to college with this guy and I went back to his house and I'd lied to my parents and told them that I was staying at a friend's house and I wasn't. (laughs) And it was like, it was one of those things, you know, when you think this is going to be so sexy. And it wasn't. No. It was the most horrifically awkward experience of my life where he kept continually saying to me, don't wake my parents up. And then he had to usher me out the house before his parents woke up. No, he had to hide me in his bedroom until his parents left the house. And then he called a taxi and was like, basically like, get out. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Um, And although we didn't have sex, we just did stuff. We just did stuff. We did stuff. Oh my god, but that sounds got, like so thirteen. We did, I know, I did but, stuff. But the thing is, though, I was getting so tired, and basically he wouldn't come, and I was like, "Oh god, this is getting boring now." <laughs> As it does. As it does. Yeah. And I was like, uh, "How are we going to get this done quicker?" Because I want to go to bed and go to sleep, and he yeah. was like. You want me to finish myself off? I was like, "That would be great." Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just do that, please. Just do, do that. that. And then <laughs> awkwardly slept on a bed with him. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't It wasn't the most... I totally forgot about that until the other day. Well, that's funny. Nice little experience for me. But yeah, I don't... I, I think that one night stands are awkward. Mm. 
they are I'm not obviously I'm socially awkward anyway I'd over talk I'd it would be all it would be awful yeah like, like, I get the, it. like the, I think the only experience I've had of like going back to guys houses and it being like that it's never like I don't know because you're not you're not vibing off of them yeah unless it's like the complete freak chance that you've met them and there's been instant chemistry which never fucking happens no that's that's... like winning a lottery isn't it yeah i think to meet someone and like just want to be having sex with them within 10 minutes unless there's alcohol involved because obviously that changes everything doesn't it back in hell yeah well except for her no except for her but it just it makes you lose your inhibitions not always in the best way (laughs) yeah Yeah, i wasn't sober that night from experience I've made all bad sexually related <laughs> decisions, bad when drunk. decisions when drunk. Yeah. Um, especially as a little youngster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Imagine like Rob or Steve doing that and just, just waking up. If, if Rob stared at me I wouldn't in my be sleep, fucking married to him. I'd be like, fuck off, Rob. Stop staring at me, you pedo. <laughs> so there have been uh, uh, quite a few years ago now, he learned his lesson the hard way. There were a couple of times where I woke up and he was watching me sleep and... No, just, he was like, we don't you just, need that. He was like, you just look so beautiful. And I was like, I will absolutely kick you in the cunt. Fuck off. <laughs> I actually lost my temper with him so much once that he said, because he said to me, he's like, oh, you look so much like a rat this morning, like a little oh rat. Oh, God. <laughs> what? I then got shitty with him and I rolled over and he went, don't be so ratty with me. I was like, that's not helping. <laughs> that's I mean, that, that, is, that is a good joke. <laughs> But who says you look like a rat? It was like it was, it was like it was meant to be endearing. I was like, oh, I don't what? think being called a fucking rat has ever been endearing. Oh, no. you look like such a massive cunt this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hilariously, oh, so la- last night I um, I'd had a full shave and I'm moisturising. I'm laying on the bed and I lift both my legs up and I'm like moisturising behind the back of my legs as Steve walks into the bedroom. He was like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> like I'm moisturizing my legs. And then we had sex and afterwards he was like, it's because you deliberately were enticing me by lifting your legs up. I was like, no, it wasn't. I was, I was applying moist- Nivea. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was moisturizing my legs, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh my God. The fact that you had sex like- after that as well, that seems just so incredible to me because <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's been when, when did me and Rob go away now? Have I even got well, a whiff no, of his willy? No, you've got some day dates. We have got some day dates, that's right. Yeah, but in my mind, I'm going to have him laying the decking in my garden. And that's not a euphemism because it really needs to be. You know yeah. what I'm like. I'll yeah, be like, I that. Do. so um, yeah, we're taking this time off to spend time together. Um, let's do the decking in the garden because <laughs> I really want to be able to fucking sit down in the sunshine this summer. I tend to find when I spend time with Steve, so Sundays are always a really good day for us because we've spent the day together. I don't know why. Oh, right. Always, always just feels a bit like I feel like our lives are so different. Um, I've because I spent a day with my children on a yeah. Sunday. It's the least likely day that we'd have sex. I reckon the weekends are just out. But he woke up like yesterday morning. We had a cuddle, and then I rolled over and I went get up with the kids. Yeah, and he he got up and shit, and he was in a really fucking bad mood. And I came downstairs and I was like, "What are you in a bad mood for?" He was like. Because you told me to get out of the kids. I was like, I got up with him yesterday, you fucking cunt. Oh, yeah, I, I like, do that so all the time. It's a competition for us. Yeah. fucking turn. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and he was like, I just want to be able to communicate my feelings. And I am telling you that upset me. I was like, that's fine. I'm telling you, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got up with the kids yesterday. I made everybody pancakes. It's I made you quality, And it's not equal, actually, because yeah. I do 95% of the share of the fucking childcare. So do so one. get fucked. Yeah. We could have this conversation all day, couldn't we? Mate, over and fucking over again. So why <laughs> I had sex with him yesterday is beyond me. Beyond me. It was your freshly shaved, shaved. It was your freshly shaved flaps, Laura. Do you not find that though? No, because I never shave my mensch. Do you not? Well, I'm in the process of lasering, aren't I? So yeah. Oh, so you do like I when I was lasering it, I was just doing a shave in before I went the next day to have it. That's basically yeah. So like I'm. I'm Are you lasering the whole thing off then? No, mate. Just landing strips. We need a landing strip. I don't want to. I don't want to be bareback. No. Who no. would? I don't. Yeah. I can't. I can't get my head around a bare beef. I'd feel like know? Beaker from the Muppets. I think <laughs> that's what my funny reminds me. It actually looks like a turkey's neck. You know, yeah, it's too. It's too it's, much. It is yeah. too much. And I think like the thing that pisses me off the most. I'm going to go down the equality route here. But the thing that pisses me off the most about the whole reality of it is that there are some men that do nothing to look after their pubic region, but the expectation on women is just so naturally there. And like, I've had a dick pic of somebody that sent me. And the thing that I couldn't get my head around was You've never, ever done any grooming there because that pubic hair looks as soft as the fucking the day that, you know, your mother birthed you. Yeah. It, it, it hasn't ever been groomed. It's long and I'm offended. I'm yeah. offended yeah. that you think that the flaccid penis alone is bad enough, but the, the fact pubes. that you think those pubic hairs were worthy enough to send to me, I'm disgusted. <laughs> It really makes me cross. Do not expect me it to makes look like me a, cross. Yeah, don't <laughs> expect me to look like a fucking plucked turkey while you're there with your fucking pubes swaying in the wind. I just can't. Lazy swats. I just yeah. I mean, I don't. I do very little maintenance. I mean, I have you sex twi- like twice a year, so I normally just prune. Yeah, it. but then you're you um, don't have like a wide set bikini line. I do. No. So that's why I want mine lasered. I I I am hell bent this year. To not have to maintain it and that it, it just is be, ball like, isn't it? It'd be gone off forever. Be gone off off my pure back hair. Expelious pure back hair. Oh, well, I've now just got the image of your like lubed up Nivea lap, flaps in my face. That's what I was, well, I was thinking about. I was about. creaming the back of my legs. It wasn't even my labia. It, it just wasn't like creaming, just sounds. That's the thing, isn't it? About like if Steve was laying on the bed with his legs in the air and he was creaming the back of his legs, I'd be out. out. Yeah, I would not be filing for divorce. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, I'm never going to go near you again. And that's the hilarious thing is for Steve, he's like, wow. You're Hello. coming on to me. Yeah. No, I'm not. Is this, this is an invitation. Is it? <laughs> just try not to have dry legs. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I just care about the condition of my skin. <laughs> and I'm putting body souffle on. <laughs> body <laughs> souffle. Oh, I do love a body souffle. It does feel nice. Isn't yeah. that though? That, like that difference between men and Like my mum, I just, we always joke that she lives in a vat of V45 because she's just always moisturizing like all the time, but she's got the most incredible skin. I, it's, it's like men do they moisturize because he does. doesn't does it? Does he moisturize his body no just his face just his face yeah yeah so i have to moisturize and, and his beard and of course yeah with beard oil 
yeah, not men joy. <laughs> well, he'd happily put the men joy on it. But I think that's the thing. Men will, the men are just turned on by the existence of being able to put it in a hole. Whereas women aren't. Women, we need... Not all men, because I don't think Rob's like that at all. He's not like that. It takes a lot more. No, it's more complex for him. More complex. It's more complex. I feel like most, (laughs) the general population of men are quite basic when it comes to that kind of thing. But Steve's basic. Yeah, I don't, Rob wouldn't see that and be turned on, I don't think. I don't think. I said to Steve, I was like, whenever you compliment my body, it means nothing. He's like... (laughs) Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, get, I get the sense that we, we maybe need to be a bit nicer to our husbands. <laughs> I had sex with him. Got it. It was yeah, on exactly. my terms, not his. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what more does he want? Kindness. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, I um, I don't. You know, it's not the sight of his penis is not enough for me to be like, oh my god. No. Or no. the sight of my vagina. Sight of my arm. The sight of my mouth, he'd be like, and I don't ever give blowjobs. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not not for Rob, not for Rob. Maybe but just is that not me. nice though? Um, I think there's there's probably pros and cons to everything, isn't there? Really, I just don't care. I think that's the thing now. Not in a like horrible way, as yeah. in like it doesn't bother. Like I don't. It's not taking up any space in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fine. Maybe when the but maybe when like I've said a million times over, maybe when the kids are a little bit older. Because the thing mm. is, it's not like you two don't enjoy being with each other. Some people or I fucking... convince him to go to a swingers club. <laughs> or you can... could you seriously do that though? Could you seriously have I don't him think fuck so. you while someone else? I know there's closed rooms and everything, but I think well, I may as well fuck at home then. Yeah, I and don't... also knowing there's probably come everywhere. I think that's the thing. Like I am quite. I'm not quite particular. To be fair, I can speak to someone, but I need to speak to them to be mm. able to get a connection. Yeah, but then, I think probably in the swingers club, you're definitely going to have that opportunity. It's not just going full throttle. From what we've yeah. spoken to, you're not going to go ask a couple about no. And like they said, you can just chill and have a drink and just chat. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Yeah, I like the idea of it because it's disconnected from emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the fact that I know we're obviously going back to last week's episode. Yeah. But it's the fact that they were like, they met through that. Mm. I mean, I just, we logistically, neither of you or I could just disconnect. I could. Could you? Yeah, I'm definitely, de- for me, with sex, 100%. Disconnect's probably better for me, emotionally. I've never disconnected from anything in my entire life. It's it's not Actually, as, it's, it's not as not like that, I think dis, I think disconnects might be the wrong word. Yeah, but I think that's the thing I'd find that's what I'd find difficult is if the feeling was there, I would really I think maybe because I've never been in it. No, actually that's not true. I've never so I have had casual sex with somebody. The casual sex wasn't very good, and there was no like it wasn't like, oh my god, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I didn't because it was terrible. But I think that if I had casual sex with somebody and it was really good, that's where I would really struggle to like disconnect with my emotions. I know, but then what, what if I mean? they? Yeah, but what if they were just on the personality level, just really boring and like not yeah. a bit of you? Like, do you know what I mean? But the sex yeah. is amazing. That's that's what that's I mean. That's a about. hard bit, isn't it? Yeah, because then you're just well, you just want the sex, but actually, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Long we term, are. it's not going to work. Yeah, like, you know, the actual sex is great. And then once it's all finished, your chat, you're like, excuse me, who the hell are you? Snorefest. Yeah, <laughs> basically. 
yeah. oh, it's a complicated game, isn't it? It's all it complicated. It's a complicated game, yeah. Um, very complicated and dude. Uh, very complicated. Right, anyway, right, we let's, round up. let's round let's up. Stop. So let's um, if you want to send us any stories, any questions, you want to share your sex life with us, whatever, just email us at podcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page and they can send us a DM. And I have some exciting news, and that is we may have the opportunity to speak to somebody else in the sexual world that practices things a little bit differently, a dominatrix. (gasps) Oh, my God. That's very exciting. I am exceptionally exciting about that one. So just, yeah, keep your ears peeled if you can do such a thing. And your mind just throbbing. And also, if anyone did listen to the Swingers one and you've, it's opened up conversations with your partner about yeah. your sex life, do let us know. I'd be interested. Let us know. We'd like to have a little sort of insight into how people's There's relationships work. more of a turn-off than the sight of Steve's anxiously terrified face in a Swingers club. Yeah, Rob couldn't do it. He, did, he can't, he's like, he can't perform under pressure. No. No, Steve wouldn't. Steve would be like a bit of a wet spaghetti, mate. Yeah, just like, there's so many mentions everywhere. He said, he, <laughs> yeah, he's hard work enough having sex with me, I think. Making sure I'm satisfied. Let alone then bring in loads of other people. But you emotion. know what? That shows a good lover. The fact that he's like, I want to make sure you are... Oh, that's always his top priority. As it should be all men. But sadly, obviously, that's not the case for some men. He's not a selfish lover. <laughs> Did you know? I know we should be leaving. But yeah, go on quickly. Did, very quickly. Did you know that for some men, I, I only found this out recently, that it is um, demeaning to go down on women, that they think that if they go down on a woman, the woman will lose respect for them. It's actually a really big thing among men. What? I know. That's I've, definitely the most like, misinformation that's ever been put out there. And Steve was like, yeah, I do know about that, especially about... Um, like particular groups of men, we can all imagine what type of group of man it is. One with well, a big like, ego. Yeah, I was gonna say alpha bullshit man. Very yeah. alpha, yeah. And the fact that uh, the new age in the inverted commas men who choose to go down on women are too effeminate, basically. Fuck off! That's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I would I think much for any woman that would have sex with an effeminate man. Yeah. Fucking hell. Imagine actually having sex with a woman. If you don't want to have sex with a woman that is thoroughly enjoying themselves, you are literally not worth one minge on this planet. No, exactly. Yeah, we love it. I don't know many people who don't like it. No. Yeah. Like, why would you want to have one-sided sex? It doesn't, I don't know, it seems odd to me. But then... You know, this world Men makes are. no sense, does it? We're it makes no sense. In a crazy world. <laughs> <laughs> Trying right, to got... make sense of it. Okay, yeah, we've got to go. Leave. We need to leave. We need um, to leave. Okay, then we will uh, see you all next Tuesday, you dirty, filthy slacks. You dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> 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 bah! Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.